there, and welcome back to Take One, the podcast that brings you just one profitable page of Talmud every day. Because on today's page, Ktubot 99, the Talmud raises a really interesting question that has to do with, well, transactions. Have a listen. Where you should raise a dilemma is a case in which the employer said to his agent, go sell on my behalf a core, something, right? And he went and sold for him a half core half of the thing that was supposed to be sold. What is the halacha? What is the law in that case? Do we say that the agent can say to the employer, hey, I did what is good for you by not selling everything because you now have the opportunity to determine if you are truly in need of more money. If you decide that you do not need the money, then you will not have to sell more property because if you will realize that you do not need the money after the sale has been completed, you will not be able to reverse the sale. I therefore did you a favor by selling as little as I could. And the Talmud goes on and on and on to debate the question of the relationship between a person and an agent working on their behalf. This is a subject that I know very, very well. And it now gives me tremendous pleasure to welcome to this year show, my agent and my dear friend and the person who has saved me from myself many, many times, Anna Edelstein, welcome to the show. It's a pleasure to meet you. See you. I mean, I already know you. <laughs> <laughs> you do, and you know me well, and I would say you know me perhaps sometimes better than I know myself because, uh, and I'm not shy about sharing this with our listeners, there have been instances, and they're, they're more numerous than I perhaps should admit in public, in which I was very, very gung-ho on certain book projects that I thought I should pursue. And you, being ever wise and ever right, said, no, I actually don't think that's a good idea right now. Let's do something else. Let's think about where this fits in the larger scheme of things in the course of your career and what the market needs and wants. You really acted like the agent in this Talmudic tale, kind of helping me figure out what was right. So first of all, thank you. And second of all, I really wonder, when you come to someone like me who you know gets very excitable and wants to jump right in, and you have to come and say like, Actually, no. As the Talmud says, I did what is good for you by telling you, don't what's, do it. What's, what's that like? What's the mindset of that conversation? Well, first of all, unlike the Talmud person, I would never, as far as I can say, say, I did this, so it's done and good for you. I would always discuss it with the client first. And I, I once did have a client who said to me in a friendly way, wait a minute, do you represent me or do I represent you? (laughs) And, you know, we laughed. But yes, there are many situations where, um, you know, not just with you, Liel, although you do have a propensity for this, but with others who like think they have the greatest idea. And I, as the agent, am in the position to say, hmm, not now. Or, you know, sometimes it can even, it can be a great idea. It just won't work with the parameters of publishing or with the parameters of, you know, what I think might be a a good move in someone's career. So, yes, that does happen a lot. Is that an awkward conversation, a fruitful conversation, a, a dreaded conversation, a little bit of both? Do different people react to it differently? Yes to all. It varies a lot. I can't say I've ever been in a situation where the person has said, said, too bad for you. This is what I want to do. That's it. You know, however, I have been in the situation where I have had to say, "Okay, 
I don't really see it. I don't think it's might be. I don't think it's ready to go out to the publishers yet to be, you know, shopped around. But, you know, if this is how you want me to present it, I will do that. And I have done that. I rarely. But sometimes it's the only way. That's the more extreme side by far. The insight, though, that is required here, which which is what I think the Talmud is sort of getting at, it's not just like, okay, well, look, I'm the person who knows the market. I'm telling you what's right, what's not so right. It's also this tremendous emotional insight into the person, right? In the, in the Talmudic bit that we just read, the agent basically looks at the seller and says, well, look, you know, I kind of understand what it is that you're trying to get to, but I also know you and I'm sort of also working really in your behalf. It's like, it's almost like a, a form of therapy, isn't it? It is. And sometimes really the next book for the person to write is the book that they absolutely must and have to write. You know, like sometimes people will give me a choice of three books you have to really want to write the book, whatever it is. You know, I would never only play to the market because if the person doesn't want to write the book or it's not coming from them naturally, no. So that is crucial. And it might not always be the book that is going to get the most money, you know, or is going to get the widest audience. It might be the book that the author just has to write and will do a fantastic job with it. So, you know, it's not only about the market by any means. One last question, and I don't think I've ever asked you this. We authors, if I may be so grandiose and collectively, but again, speaking mainly about myself here, are giant babies with huge egos, and you spend your entire day mostly dealing with us and listening to us cringe and quetch and whine. My question is this, uh, after a long day of hearing like, no, but I really want to write this book. No, but I really think that I know better than anyone else in the world. Who do you talk to? Who's your therapist slash source of, of comfort? That is a very good question. I often talk to myself <laughs> <laughs> and other agents would certainly understand some other agents. Not all agents are the same. In fact, I think agents are a very varied group, if I can add that. Yeah, I would say that a lot of times it's a matter of talking to myself and, and it will pass. And sometimes I will talk to the author themselves and say, look, this is how it all, this is how it has to be. Right. Having had time to think about this and a glass of wine, this is how it has to be. Exactly. And at I only wish that I could bother you with making decisions in literally every other realm of my life. Uh, but for now, it's just books. So thank you so much for being my friend and my agent, not necessarily in that order, and our guest on the show today. It's a great pleasure. Thank you, Leah. This has been Take One. If you enjoy the show, and I hope you do, please go and rate and review us on iTunes or whatever platform you use to listen to podcasts. Each week, we will be releasing new episodes Monday through Friday, covering the entire weekly portion of Dafyomi. Take One is a Tablet Studios production. The show is hosted by me, Leah Leibowitz, and is produced and edited by Daron Rusquet and Quinn Waller. Our team also includes Stephanie Butnick, Josh Cross, Mark Oppenheimer, Sarah Fredman-Ader, Robert Scaramuccia, and Tanya Singer. For more information, go to tabletmag.com slash takeone or email us at takeone at tabletmag.com. You can find us on Twitter at takeonedafiomi.com 
or join our Facebook group by searching for Take One Podcast. I hope we have made your day a little more Talmudic, and we will see you again soon.